So this is something that I have to say I was not uh, particularly keen to watch. Um, <laughs> would not have chosen this one if it was just up to us, I would say. Yeah, our superdelegate uh, voters this month, for uh, contemporary reasons, topical reasons, which I think are obvious, the superdelegates voted for us to do this. So in case you've ever wondered what Will and myself thought about uh, liberal personality cults and, and things like that, well, <laughs> uh, stay tuned, folks. You're going to find out. Her name, RBG. The Ginsburg personality cult is so interesting because it actually sits at the nexus of several different bad liberal tendencies. We already we've already sort of talked about uh, the first one, which is this supplanting of politics by personality and and by you know these particular personalities who are treated as being above criticism. Um, I think another one, which of course is is especially relevant given the latest developments on the U.S. Supreme Court, is this completely mistaken belief. Uh, I think particularly after 2008 among Democrats and among liberals that demography is destiny and uh, demography basically determines how you're going to vote so we can safely assume that people from group X or people from group Y are always going to vote for the Democratic Party and by extension uh, Democrats are going to control the presidency forever so you don't actually have to worry about things like Supreme Court appointments because don't worry Donald Trump's never going to be president Republicans are not going to get these appointments so Justice Ginsburg absolutely does not have to retire. Stop telling her to retire. So that's bad liberal tendency number two. And then the third one, and I think this is in some ways the most important, is the fetishization of non-political processes. And again, the substituting of politics uh, for these kind of non-political processes by sort of neutral expertise, heavily represented by things like uh, the Supreme Court. So one of the many contradictions in the Ruth Bader Ginsburg mythos that this great essay in Current Affairs pointed out is that the RBG cult has to at once celebrate her as this kind of liberal firebrand who's always on the right side of issues and is kind of ahead of everyone else on the issues, but also as this canny pragmatist who is a consensus builder on the court. We'll get to her friendship with Antonin Scalia uh, in a bit. But so, you know, she can't exactly be both. She can't be both a canny pragmatist and a, uh, you know, liberal firebrand. But I think this speaks to a deeper contradiction in how liberals actually think about the Supreme Court, right? Um, and, and a contradiction within the design of the court itself. Because the whole delusion of the Supreme Court, right, and the delusion of putting faith in, in neutral, non-political expertise, right, is all about uh, how the decisions being made here are in some way above politics. I mean, that's why we can delegate to these experts who have these you know, storied careers where they, they think really long and hard about the law. But at the same time, I mean, it's, it's understood, even as people try to assert, you know, what I just said, it's understood that there are liberal and there are conservative justices and that there's a political balance on the Supreme Court <laughs> and that these are, uh, in an important respect, political appointments. And again, the problem is they can't really be both. I mean, either these can be political appointments, which if they are, you probably shouldn't be giving this institution so much power. And if they're not, and it's a about consensus building and, and a type of expertise, a type of deliberation that exists outside of the realm of liberals and conservatives, outside of ideology itself, well then Ruth Bader Ginsburg can't really be, you know, this firebrand progressive lawmaker. Those are contradictions in the mythos that's been built around Ginsburg, but I think they're also contradictions in how, you know, many people, uh, but particularly centrist liberals, have come to think about something like the United States Supreme Court and what its role is. 